1: This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, talking with another great episode on marketing tips for doctors. Today we have the privilege of interviewing Ryan Cote. He's the director of digital services and partner at Ballantyne, a third-generation family-owned direct mail and digital marketing company based out of Fairfield, New Jersey. With Valentine since 2003, a family-owned business started in 1966 by his great-uncle, Ryan now manages the growing digital marketing division. Welcome, Ryan.
0: Hey, Barbara. So happy to be here. Thank you.
1: What a lot of our professionals are struggling with is how to find their target audience online. You know, they say that you should concentrate on the social media platform where your audience is, but a lot of professionals don't know where that is. So, you know, how would you recommend they find them?
0: There's a couple of different ways um, you can find your audience online. There are slight nuances, you know, with the medical field, but we can talk through that Really, there's two ways. There's through social media, like you mentioned, social accounts, and then also keywords, like what keywords is my audience using? You know, Facebook has gone through so many changes recently that there's not as many interest selects available in Facebook, but there are still things that we can target. So the first way would be going through Facebook, Instagram, and browsing through the different advertising selects, you know, Facebook has their advertising platform, and that's what marketers like us take advantage of. And even though they have stripped down what selects you have available, there is still plenty of interest that we can target. So that's the first, that's the first way is, is building up a presence on Facebook and taking taking advantage of their advertising platform and the different interests and various targeting selects so you can advertise your ads to. Facebook owns Instagram, so you can you can do the same thing on Instagram. There's LinkedIn too. I think for the medical fields probably less relevant. That said, maybe not, because with LinkedIn, you can advertise to you know different job titles and different you know industries things like that, like more of a business to business type advertising platform, but also you can advertise to people that are part of specific groups, so maybe if there's a group that is targeted towards the conditions that you that you specialize in, that might be a way for you to reach your audience with LinkedIn and target people that are part of that group, and there's a group on almost everything from people that have gluten intolerance to marketers, to CEOs, just like different groups for, for many different topics. So I would say that that's for social media and then finding your audience with keywords. That's, you know, that's basically identifying the keywords that your audience, that your patients, that your clients are using and getting in front of them with, and how do you do that? Well, with search engine optimization, with Google ads you know, bidding on keywords, and I can get more technical if you want. You probably don't want me to, but I can. And then creating content that's optimized for those keywords as well. And so basically, the first step, Barbara, is identifying the keywords that your audience is using and building on content for those keywords, optimizing your site for those keywords, bidding on those keywords in Google. And what I like about this this way of doing it is you know these people have a need. They're going to Google and they're typing in you know whatever ailments they have or whatever they're trying to fix or help get help with. And so we know what they have a need and they're going to Google or Bing or Yahoo whatever, and they're looking for help. And it's, so it's someone that's further down the awareness stage. Like they, they know they have a problem or they need help with something and they're looking for help. And those tend to convert higher into inquiries for your, for your practice.
1: So, when you say that someone should build out content for each keyword, are you talking about on a website directly, on blogs, on article marketing and publishing? Where is it that you feel it should be?
0: I mean, that's a good question. So, there's two schools of thought there. I, I mean, I, I would prefer to put the content on the, my on my actual website because you know the goal there is trying to create a hub where potential patients can find you and it's like your home. It's what you own. It's your foundation and every new piece of content you add to your site is a way for someone to find you because what happens is you write the content, you add it to your site. It's keyword optimized because you did your research in the first step and eventually Google will find it and they'll start ranking it and start showing it for different keywords. There's also some value for writing content and putting on other platforms to build up your authority. Maybe it's medium Maybe it's LinkedIn's Pulse. You know that strategy is a little bit different. It's less about organic, about showing up for searches. That strategy is more about building up your authority as a medical professional. You know, you can even write content for other blogs, maybe association journals, you know, medical related websites, putting content on there. And that's that's less about getting found for keywords, it's more about build. Like I said, building up your authority. But if we're talking about you know finding your target audience. I would start by putting it, putting the content on your site, and then you know building a more of an organic presence. And then once you feel like you've you're you've got some momentum, well, yeah, then you can start creating content for other blogs. And yeah, your a potential patient could still find you by reading an article on another blog. But to me, that's like the next, that's like phase two after you've gotten enough content on your own website.
1: You mentioned that there's a. A smart way to integrate print and digital marketing. How do you suggest someone do that?
0: Yeah, I mean, the the best way right now, and really the most simple way, is because you know of these social platforms and the advertising options they give us. One of the options is taking a mail file and uploading it to Facebook. And you can do it with LinkedIn now as well. And so basically, let's say you're doing postcards to um, – people in your media area, maybe it's a 10 mile radius around your practice or whatever. Um, you get that list and you can also upload that list to Facebook and, and LinkedIn. And what will happen is LinkedIn, Facebook, they'll, they'll look at the, they'll look at the mail file, email, if you have, if you have it, address, et cetera. And they will try to find matches of people on that mail file versus people that they know that are on their platform. And if there are matches, then you can run ads to those people. And so what happens is you've got your postcards going out, And then you've got ads going out in in the Facebook and LinkedIn feeds of the matches. And so a certain percentage of those people are going to get your postcard and then they're going to see your ad in their feed. And I think it's really important nowadays too, because we're all so busy and we we get hit with so so many marketing messages every day. We can't assume that they're going to take notice of the postcard or even see the Facebook ad or the LinkedIn ad or whatever. You know, that multiple, those multiple touch points are very, very important nowadays. And that's probably the easiest way. I mean, you can also do email as well if you've got it. And then you've got email, postcards, and social ads going out. So you've got three ways people can find you or see you. That's, you know, that's probably what I would say would be the best way to integrate print and digital.
1: Well, I think that's really quite sensible. Tell me, Ryan, when we talk about brand awareness, how how do we get people to... Recognize our brand. After all, we're not Coca-Cola or Pepsi or you know a a big company. How do we raise brand awareness of ourselves and our practice in the real world?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that the the best way to do that. Keep in mind that we're not Coca-Cola with gigantic budgets. Is that really comes back to this the phase two I mentioned of the content? You know, creating content for other platforms that are already established. Um, Of course, you want to have your own website buttoned up and content there, but creating content for popular websites in your field, I would even say like, if we're going to go real local here is, you know, local websites, creating content for the local website, local community sites, building up your brand awareness as like the, as like the community doctor for whatever, you know? And then I would even like, to me, it's like even, even making sure that the basics are buttoned up, like you know with with your website and with search engine optimization you know, every page has a title and you want to make sure that your your name and your practice name your practice name is is in the is in the title as well so that when your site starts to show up for keywords cuz you're writing content you're doing search engine optimization you're out there marketing yourself google's seeing your website more and more they're showing it for more keywords every time your site shows up in in the search results you want your name, the practice name, your, your name to show up in the search results. And so it's like simple things like that, that just the repeated exposure to, to your website, to your content. And then I would even say, you know, if you've got a budget for the social ads, like we talked about before, you know, that's social ads can be, they can be lead generators, but it's also a brand awareness play because you can basically say, okay, Facebook show my ad to people within a 10 mile radius of my practice address Um, Maybe it's a grand opening special. Maybe you're announcing a new doctor that's in the practice. Whatever the case is, the the social ads tend to be more of a brand awareness, especially for the medical field. So that's that's another way that, that you can build up your brand awareness.
1: I see. Well, there was a quote that I would like to mention at this point and have you really expand upon this. You mentioned small business marketing does not equal small ideas. That's a great quote, but what does it mean exactly?
0: Well, what I mean there is that, you know, we have, you mentioned Coca-Cola before. And The truth is we all have, because of the digital landscape and direct mail too. we all have the same tools at our, at our disposal. You know, we all have the ability to, we might not have the same budgets to, to just completely saturate TV, but that's not really relevant here. You know, in terms of digital, we all have the same tools at our disposal. We've got we all can run Coca-Cola and a local doctor. They can run Facebook ads. They can run Instagram ads. They can create content. They can do SEO, paid search. All the tools that you know, gigantic companies have, we also have. And so, just because we're small businesses, you know, we're a small business too. It, you know, it doesn't mean we don't have the same options as the big companies. We can still create an integrated marketing plan where we're reaching potential patients. Across Facebook and across Instagram and Google and creating good content, and so it, just because we're small small businesses doesn't mean we need to market small.
1: Okay, that sounds good. And what would your advice be on how to improve your website ranking on Google?
0: Well, yeah this this could be this could be a topic on all on itself. So let me give some let me give some basic not basic but let me give you let me, let me give some. Um, some tips on like real key takeaways that your audience can implement right away. So first step is, and we already talked about this, but making sure that you understand the keywords that your potential patients are searching in Google for. And I can give you a free tool for that. I'm not affiliated with it. I just think it's really good, and they're always improving it. It's called Uber Suggest. You just Google Uber Suggest, and it's a it's a tool that helps you do keyword research, and it's free, and it's, it's actually surprising that it's free because um, it's pretty robust. But, so
1: you're saying, excuse me, you're saying Uber, like U-B-E-R, like the Yeah, yeah right? exactly. And yeah, then exactly. Suggest, S-U-G-G-E-S-T?
0: Yep, and then it's .io. So if you want to, uh, Ubersuggest.io. And so that's, that is a key, it, it does a lot of things. Um, it'll scan your site and look for broken links and things like that. But it also is a pretty powerful keyword research tool. So the first step is make sure you understand the keywords that your potential patients are searching for. And that's a good tool for that. And then the second thing is you want to make sure those keywords are on your website. You know, we're creating content for those keywords, you know, that you have different pages on your site for the different ailments, conditions that you, that you specialize in. So you want to have enough content on your site where Google has enough to grab onto. Don't make your site like a one page website you, know, you need to have like your homepage, your about, contact, all the different, all the different um, conditions. You know, so basically, give Google more of, give Google the content it needs to rank you, and make sure that content has the right keywords in it. Google My Business is very important as well. If your practice is not verified in Google My Business, that's that to me is like priority. So that's Google.com forward slash business, and that's basically Google's local tool. It feeds Google Maps. You, you you get your, your practice verified on there, you fill it completely out, your your address, your hours, your website, photos, just really go crazy. Like spend a half a day on it and just, I mean, a few hours and just fully complete the entire thing. So when someone's Googling your name, like your your name or the practice name, that's going to show and it's good representation as to what your practice you know, the hours that where where people can find you and it helps you rank in Google maps. So it does, it does feed into SEO. The last thing I would say is called link building and that's other websites linking back to you. And there's many ways we could do this, but previously Barbara, we talked about creating content for other websites. And typically when you create content for another website, you have like a author box where like, you know, Barbara Hales is, you know, whatever, you know, like your bio. And then you usually link back to your website. That's a great way to build links. So I would say, you know, look at what sources you have for like what, what sites you know that you can create content for. And then you usually get a link back there. Make sure you're submitting your website to all the major directories, all the major local directories. Make sure you're popping your website into like your social accounts. Just look for opportunities. Like if you're doing speaking events, usually they'll, they'll link back to the speaker's website. Uh, if you're doing... Uh, like community events, charity events, anything, any opportunity where you might be able to get another company to link back to your website, it will help your rankings. It's one of the, still is a, a major ranking factor in Google. So I think that's. I think I've given a lot of tips there. I don't know if you have any questions on that, but
1: yeah, I think that's great advice. How would somebody who wants to populate their content on other sites? How would they find which sites would be amenable to that?
0: Yeah, that's a good question because you don't, sometimes you don't know like some some websites they'll they'll have a page on their site that says like write for us or guest uh, accepting guest guest bloggers. So basically, these sites are openly saying, "Hey, we want your content." Because you know, if you think about a, a blog or whatever, they need content. So sometimes they get that. Like Huffington Post is a perfect example. They're always they accept content from other uh, other writers because they want the they want the constant content. So, but I would say two things. I would I would look at depending where you are google all the local websites in your area and see which ones are accepting content sometimes you sometimes you have to ask like say hey i'm i'm a doctor in in this community i would love to create a series of of articles on your site about how to prevent xyz or whatever the case is and they might love the idea of having like a doctor in their community creating content for their website and then you get a link back to your site i would also look at maybe um, association journal type websites and just pitch yourself. Then it becomes a little bit like PR, but pitch yourself. Like, here's, here, here's who I am. Here's my credentials. Here's the content I want to write. I think your readers would like it because of X, Y, Z. And um, yeah, and a certain percentage will say yes. And then, then you have to start writing the content.
1: Well, Ryan, you've given us a lot of great tips today and it's actionable steps that I'm sure a lot of our listeners can get a hold of and, and start with right away.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks everyone for listening.
1: Thank you so much for being with us today. And for our listeners, uh, how can they reach you if they'd like to speak with you directly?
0: Sure. Thanks, Barbara. So uh, we actually created a special landing page for your audience. And on there is a f- an offer for a free video video review. Basically me looking at your website, giving my thoughts through screen share, You know, SEO, looking at your social and all that. And it's like a 10-minute video uh, that I personally record. And so if they want to go there, if they want to take advantage of that offer, the landing page is Ballantyne.com forward slash MTD, Marketing Tips for Doctors, MTD. Um, And uh, on there is uh, my LinkedIn page as well. We would love to connect with anyone.
1: Well, that's very generous of you. Thank you very much. And thank you for being with us today.
0: Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors.